okay let's move move from the educational sector into something else um should we talk about health should we talk about um what should we talk about i think i should give the guest speaker the privilege of saying something you would like us to um talk about okay so well what do i want to talk about want to talk about money talk about money you know there is there are lots of ideas about money lots of ideas lots of ideas some are legitimate some are erroneous some are sincere but doesn't hold water some are just um, derived out of circumstances not based on facts some are factual some are not but money you know someone once said that was Ken Robinson said that someone said that there are two kinds of people I think introverts and extroverts but he said actually if you think of human beings you understand that each one is actually different there's nobody on earth that has my thumbprint nobody yes it's it's so it's it's a signature that i i don't know how it's possible but just this one here no other person who is currently alive or has ever lived matches this signature it's it's remarkable and that's how that's what i think perspectives concerning different things are including money making money making money spending money holding money you know which other area could we ascribe to making it earning it spending it spending it keeping it you know investing it and things like that they are just different signature of mindset and understanding some of it are shaped by the culture the environment the age in which they grew up in the times and the seasons they're very different variables that could that we could attribute to different perspective of people for example the perspective of my mom towards money is different from mine. Of my dad towards money is different from mine. And I don't blame them if we argue concerning things because they lived in different times from the time that I live in. There were lots of understanding that they got as a result of the times in which they lived. And oftentimes those understanding and mindsets, they are not exactly malleable. They are, you know, by design, organically, but they require time, intentionality, focus to really change them. And even if you do change them, it takes a certain level of belief system for people to really accept it. Can people really change their mindset about money? Yes, they can. Really, I don't. I don't. 
our age because you mentioned age so like changing their mindset about money like I, I don't think it's something that it's something that is possible for me, I don't. I don't think. Why, how do you? Why do you think it's possible? I, I I think this this the mindset has been built over years of like I'm looking like tens of years of experiences. They've hold this um. There's this ideology they have about money. So trying to change that is like changing some like you said changing someone's belief system. It's kind of hard to change that. It's no matter. Yes, I've 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 I I. I've come to understand that no matter how rich someone is or yeah no matter how rich or wealthy someone is your belief about money kind of doesn't really change there was yes that was actually your belief about money doesn't really change about if you actually that's why i said if, if somebody is actually if you're actually the the frugal type of person you might have enough excess but you still be that you still be that um you still be like how does it tight fist they call it or this is a word this is one funny word they always use with people that don't really spend them yes like they have it they need something but bring the money out like sometimes you have there someone that's close to them, you have to force them even if it's something that will beneficial to them you have to force it out of them and sometimes getting it if it will really be bad if you have to get that thing with your consent like they have to um give consent like take this thing you have to go through them to get it that mindset that they have developed over the years doesn't really change for me i don't think it's changed it might it might bend a little a little a little like if pressured but i don't think it changes entirely that's for me this doesn't change entirely for age that's what i'm just saying for age that's why you still have people that they are wealthy, they have it, but they are still sometimes they don't spend it on themselves and they have it. They prefer to keep it. You don't have, don't spend it. It's difficult to get it. It's easy to spend and since it's the mindset that they hold they hold concerning that. And and I want to sh- I want to say something else. Um yesterday I was we were talking about um I was asking a question. I was asking you a question about um something that I heard on radio, like esporting and and then I was like, but wait, if I want to join this thing on escort on, on esports on agriculture, I don't even have a farm. Like, is it like getting the idea or getting to know, um, getting to getting to know the stakeholders in that venture or? You can just either you can just dive into it or you can just decide to just go get a farm and start working on it even if you don't really have idea about it or you can work in a different sector in it let me say different subsector that's like agriculture is like a sector it's a different subsector there might be the one of farming there might be do you want to go into the packaging aspect or do you want to go into the logistic aspect which we definitely will involve maybe you having you've been uh having computer literacy and you they were you gave ideas you kind of like divided me from it that you need to, that i have to build up ideas i have to know what it's all about before um moving into it but what you know so what actually um attracted me or got my attention to it was i heard that it's it's a lucrative business in uk like 
the man the the person that I heard it from was just like no matter how things are expensive here, you don't you don't go to the market and see two women trying to divide a yam. The seller divided the yam and say you take this party because it's expensive and one person cannot conveniently um buy it. But there in UK you see people sharing a particular tube of yam because it's expensive and I said it was in there like one pound and the person gave example like Nigeria products here. Animal products, vegetable, vegetables, and when you get when you export it there, like it's make you make lots of profits. Like okay, if I'm if I'm to divert that, like what do you think generally? Like, if you want to go into business of that scale, like exporting, if even if it's not agriculture, maybe in fashion, maybe in textile, maybe in beauty products, what are the the skills you think that someone is supposed to have this skill? If, if if there's any and then maybe the knowledge that someone has to do I, do I have to get a mentor do i need a mentor for it before i go into it like if my if i'm interested in it what are the things that you, you think i need to know before venturing it to avoid wastage of um, resources and also my time so uh, i can't say i'm an expert in agricultural produce yes Yes, export. So, but my, what I would say is, you made mention of to avoid waste and things like that. Actually, if I would give anybody an advice, I would say, even myself, I would say, don't look at the possibility of avoiding waste and avoiding waste in whatever sense, either waste of waste per se of money time effort whatever the case might be if that's how the definition of that's what we should call it but embrace the risk because it's a risk in anything worthwhile something must definitely get lost someone made mention that there is no strategy without a trade-off yes what that what that means is for example, let me give you this one. I was using a, a phone that was that had everything. It was the perfect combo. 5000 mAh. The camera, nice. The screen, nice. Everything is nice. The RAM, nice. Over 8 gig RAM. You know, you can even expand it up to 11. You know, I don't need that much, but it, it has its if I need it any, any, any period of time. It charges very fast. It works very efficient. It's just the perfect combination of, of a smartphone. But I, I, I needed something more. So I needed something better that had greater capability. So I went for a higher one that had better screen dimensions, better camera, water resistance. The previous one wasn't water resistant. Water resistance. The screen... Um, it's covered in glass front and back, aluminium the side, so it's very difficult for water to penetrate. That's why it's water resistant. And the camera is top-notch, much better than the previous one. But the trade-off was that was the battery. The battery was four thousand something, and it charges at fifteen watts. The previous one charged at thirty-three watts, very fast. This one charges at 50, 15 watts. Also fast, but also not as fast as the previous one. Okay. Now, 
that was the trade-off there's no strategy without a trade there is nothing for example in manufacturing industry every year they produce a phone they manufacture phones if they will manufacture hundred thousand certain percentage of that hundred thousand will be waste something will happen to it during the manufacturing process they will be lost you know they'll have to throw them away they didn't come out with the with the percentage of efficiency that production could allow to say this is a pass they come out so that's how it is in anything there's always a trade-off there's always something that will be lost you know there is no hundred percent efficiency in anything that anybody is doing so part of the experiment is taking risk and in my opinion risk is permissible by the person the person has the person have to ask themselves what is the what's the amount of risk i can allow myself to be subjected to can i lose 500,000 naira and not die and be okay with it can i lose 200,000 naira and be okay with it can i afford that i spend 2 years in something and after that 2 years nothing comes out of it but i would really appreciate that i tried something well, what's the level of risk that you can afford and that is based on the belief system and how someone can permit, give themselves permission to do something. Because other people can give you permission, but you, you have to give yourself permission to do something also. There are lots of people that they don't have much, but they have permission to allow themselves to explore. They break the boundaries, they break the ceiling, and then they go out. There's some people, they have much, but they don't allow themselves the permission to explore. They don't do much, though they have a lot. Their parents have a lot, their benefactors have a lot, but they don't give themselves the permission to explore. That's one thing. So it's based on the person's permissible level of risk that I would say. But in my opinion, give yourself the chance. There's only one life that we have. And when I'm 70, I don't, I'm not sure I want to um, say, oh, there's something I could have done that I didn't, that I didn't do. As banal and trite and cliche as that my sound we've been hearing that a lot but it's something that is really truthful i really would not be would not like to be in that position where i would say i could have started a computer company i could have started a media company i tried for five years it didn't work and then i forgot about it so what's the permi what's the permissible number of years that i can give myself that i can try something to say i'm, I'm done i'm okay would it be five years would it be 10 years would it be 20 years whatever the case might be so there you we, you could get your inspiration from from other people who have tried lots of things who have tried for so long though you can't compare yourself with them there is something that i believe there are some personal attributes that are so personal to some people if you are not built that way i think well, i've said this before you might not be able to do what they did for example like myself the permission that I have, whether consciously or unconsciously, to give myself that I have been trying something since 2016. I've been experimenting on it for so long. You know, that experimentation is a permission you give yourself to experiment. I've been experimenting on it. It's been seven years plus and I'm still working on it. I don't feel like I'm not to be doing something that it's not working. Even a blind man could see it. But I give myself permission to keep working on it. Um, Thomas Edison gave himself permission. According to the story, they said he tried he tried 999 times. You know, some people say 9,000 times. I, I don't. It's 999 times that he tried, but then he tried again, and then the thing, and then light bulb, <laughs> eureka, the eureka moment. 
and then it worked. You know, I don't really believe that. Maybe it's probably 807 th seven something times. But for it to be a perfect story that has to resonate, you know, give it a perfect number, 999. Then the one time he tried, it didn't work. But that might not be how it actually happened in real life. So he tried it, but it, the, the, the story was that he kept on trying. Trying it, experimenting it, you know. According to what the story also said, he didn't say he failed 999 times. Was that he tried 999 times in a way that it won't work. So that permission... Not everybody could do it. There were lots of people who, who were also experimenting during that time. But there is often an inbuilt personal attribute that people have to give themselves permission to do things. Consistent. Other people might not have that inbuilt. They might desire to do something, but there are certain personal attributes that is built within you. Made up by DNA. Biology has a way to explain it. I don't think sociology has, um, or psychology has a way. No, this is not about a psychology. You can't read a book and get that. You have to, it has to be in you. It's within. You know, you, a lot of there are books you know, around. You could read a book. The book will give you the surge at that moment. But then the chemicals will die out if it's not imbued. It will just subtly just settle down. But for people who are, there was, there's a guy that I, 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 I know in school. I, in fact, I created a quote after observing him for a while. And, and the quote was, some people are so energetic, it's almost like they vibrate. Because the guy had energy, you know. So I came up with that quote, some people are so, energe they, 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 they are so energetic, they actually vibrate. You know, like you touch their skin and it's like it's vibrating. Because that's that's just an allegory. That's a metaphor for the idea that these people are actually something in them that is not in other people that just differentiate them from other people. And there are some things they can do as a result of their 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 built, their the way they're built. There's some things they can do, there's some things they can achieve, there's some places they can go. There are some the confidently they can just do it. So for other people who might not be built that way. It doesn't mean that they have to give up, but just have to. You just they have to do it. They have to put in more effort to consciously know that that's what they want to do. But so for for others that are building, it's easier for them. So that permission to take risk to do it. It might not work. It might work. But who cares if it doesn't work? And if it works, voila, it works. But that's permission to give yourself the, you know, the permission to try fail to, to to you know to put yourself in a risky environment that's what i think is the primary thing that whatever it is that anybody wants to do it's possible to get it if you have that permission to give yourself that permission thank you you said i i, I made a mental note you said risk calculated risk right and that's so just and then you learn from others that have um, gone through that path you learn some lessons that, okay, like if they went through this part and it wasn't successful, you take the other parts and calculate their risk. And then, I, do you have, do you need to have like, even if it's just a basic knowledge of what the thing, or what you are venturing in those, you need that, right? Knowledge of it. You need to have knowledge of it, right? Because it's not about taking, you're taking risks and you don't even have, you don't have any, you don't have any knowledge of it. The, the thing, yes, you have, you need knowledge for anything. Frankly, need, need knowledge. 
But the thing is, the, the, the lack of it shouldn't prevent one from venturing. Should it be some, something, should it be required? Is it something that you have to before taking that risk? It's not required at first. It's not required. That's why I said um, having it is not a requirement to start. You know, it's not a requirement. But the thing is that you just start whether the knowledge is there or not. In fact, the knowledge is there but not organized. All knowledge is in is within, but not organized. It it takes you reading it takes you reading science. You that knowledge was already inside of you. You already knew it. But it's somewhere. It's somewhere. So it's when you begin to read the book that the connection and the network begins to form. When it forms, that's why you can have an idea scientifically. The, the, the network was already possible, but you needed to read something for, for that connection to form. And if you need a scientific idea, there's already a connection that has already been formed. It will just be formed. It means that you can learn anything, whether psychology, whether sociology, whether business. The connection for those things to form in your brain, the capacity already exists there. But the thing is, you need to read the content, listen to the classes, and then those neurons will form. And then you can have ideas because of those neurons. If I need to have a business idea, the neurons has already formed. If I need to have a scientific idea on physics, it's already formed. But there are other bodies of, bodies of knowledge that, that, that haven't formed yet. And in order for them to form, I have to read those content or listen to someone speak on something like that that's when i can have that kind of idea but i believe that within each and every person is the capacity to understand anything so to start the knowledge is not required and that could be a limitation if someone tells himself that i have to study and understand this thing before i venture sometimes it can take 10 years before you have to master that thing is it then that's when you begin to venture and the most remarkable thing is that the most knowledgeable people are the ones that they understand so much about what is possible and what is not possible that they don't give themselves permission to try. They know the statistics. They know scientifically what is right and what is wrong. They know scientifically what is proven and what is not proven. So it prevents them from venturing into something that could not be. Something that isn't currently, but possibly could be. Possibly could be. So, in my opinion, the most knowledgeable people are the ones that never really come up with something novel. Professors are hardly the ones that are inventors. Yeah. You know, they know everything. They have the idea, but it prevents them. The knowledge, they know what is possible yeah. and what is not possible, but it prevent, that knowledge prevents them from venturing. The ones who have tried to venture are the ones that are the most ignorant about it. But in venturing and experimenting, they discovered something new. And then the professor pick what they discover and build on it because they already have the new ones fixed within them. They know it makes it easier for them to. But that novelty to discover is created by ignorance, venturing through ignorance.
Well, well thank you. I, I love that. Okay. Be ready to take calculated risk, not waiting to have the knowledge because it can hinder you. But sometimes even discourage you. My feel that I don't have enough content. I don't have enough uh, technical know-how to venture into this. And then when you, I, so I, it's just to I, I got that. Thank you very much for that. You really clarified some areas that was that was a bit um, clouding. So you you said something about professors not. Because they have the knowledge, not venturing is something. Do you, don't you think that is a reason? Because there's this general say that uh, I remember um, that schools don't make students to be creative. Like you, go, the, what the teacher is uh, according to this law, according to this theory, and that's what you put down in exam. If you don't give that, if maybe you, you go out and read outside the textbook that was that was used in that um, for that course, they might not really, you might not really get your mark by the lecturer. So I think you, you you I think it's really is it's a reason it's it's a problem actually it's a problem why that's why students don't think outside of the box in schools apart from maybe some schools or maybe in polytechnics or God bless you you have a lecturer that is a bit liberal if I have if that word is even correct to use in that context I think it's it's, it's true they don't they only come with according to this according to this they write a book and when you look at the reference you see that they, they are using old books they are using books like calling contents from different textbooks that have been written by people of past that's people that have lived like hundreds of years ago and 50 years ago do you think that this issue of not being creative because they feel like having the idea that i know these things i don't have to create something because in the class is when you take the teacher takes the lead and then the, the, the students follows your learners follows do you think is it it poses a problem let me believe that it poses a problem why students are not creative like they are different that's why you see thomas edison did they even mention that he, which school did he even go to before he became famous you you mentioned different inventors those that have invented generators transformers and you begin to look at which school did they even go was it not thomas edison that said the 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 teacher wrote uh, wrote a letter to the mother and she when she was reading it to him i think he had a problem he had a the health problem the teacher read the mother read the opposite to him because not to keep the boy's spirit and then she started homeschooling him and and i think it was like Several years later, when the woman has passed, they now I think he later got the letter of the letter and then read it. He was like, "This is what my teacher would like. This one, you, this one is not part of school. You have to take him. This one is not intelligent enough." And then, and then he became a historic figure and an inspiration to a lot of people. So, what can you say concerning that? Like our professors, does it pro does it pose like a problem? Is it something that educators look, need to look into? Do they have to integrate? Um, those that have this knowledge but they don't have the opportunity of, opportunity of going to, to school or those that act ignorantly like you said and their ignorance leads to curiosity and then leads to inventions of um, a lot of things like awesome things that people are used that have made life easier because when you look at it the things that makes makes life easy for us are, are things that invent that have been invented like most people that we don't even know we don't even know the educational background and what can you have to, what do you have to say do they integrate these people into the educational system so that when the professor is and teaching the students with theory and this they are also coming from another i don't know is it, is it that they come from a philosophical um direction and uh, what do you have to say about it that's a really great question yeah I, actually i i don't think i'm qualified to speak on this i just want to get your 
Yes. But this this was the work of my very good friend, Sir Kenneth Robinson, before he died. He spoke about this a lot, which was the revolution that is required in education, not school. You know, he said, yes, in education, not, not school. You know. Non-former, informer, you know, according to the, uh, as, as scholars, they are main, we're meant to understand that education can okay, to four groups, informer, former, and non-former. So him saying education, is he including the three levels, the three stages of education, or just schooling, which you know is restricted to former education alone? Okay, I think he was speaking on education, not really schooling. Schooling could be part of it, is part of it, actually. Schooling, schooling is, is, is part of it. So um, the, the, the people, I don't know their names, who stipulated the structure in education, it's there in theory, but not rampant in practice. It's there in theory, but not really rampant in practice. The part that is rampant in practice is not really recognized in the labor market. Not necessarily recognized. But what, what I would say is that just like our thumb is different that's how our individual abilities are different they could be similar i could know how to play football and there is someone else who could also know how to play football but if we were to study the dynamics of how we play you would find that it's never the same it's never the same how we hold the ball how we kick the ball it's never the same how we imagine we might be able to score it's the same thing in the workplace when you are in an environment where there are people who are knowledgeable. Let's say you are in a class of people who, a physics class or a, or, 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 or a biology class. The way we, we can read the same content, the same textbook, but the wiring and the connection upstairs, it's never the same. We see it differently. How we see it is shaped by where we live, the families we come from, the society. Because in order for those things to form, they have to create a connection of the things that we already know. Previous knowledge of the things that we already are aware of. It is why someone said that the best way for you to understand and remember something in an exam hall is find a position to read. Make that position your position. And then if you can remember in the exam hall that position, you can easily recall what you read. To something concrete so that connection is different we don't read in the same spot even if we read in the same room not in the same spot not in the same direction not in the same space that's why each and every one of us is different how we learn how we can practice and how long oftentimes it might take us to even assimilate and understand we have different abilities but it's possible that we can achieve remarkable things if we try and if we persevere in the long run School doesn't give us that permission to do that. School just gives us a single curriculum. There's a, there's a single curriculum and everybody is expected to, to have the accolades. School normally celebrates the, the guy that has all the A's. Yes. That's what school does. Yes. But that ability to have all the A's is a special ability. You know, if I take that guy to the football field, he will have an F. You know, if school would grade us in the football field, he will have an F. That's just that's just facts. You know, 
I might be, I might be good in class, but in you know well-rounded in other areas of things, I might not really. So, but the thing is that for humanity to succeed, it's not just the classroom. You know, there are people that work in maritime. There are people that work in the bank. There are people that work in oil and gas. There are people that work in manufacturing industries. The required wiring needed to excel in different industries is different. I might bring a banker to an oil and gas in industry, a banker that is a top star, whiskey, as they call them in, in banks, and take that person to an oil and gas. Because he's intelligent, you know. They might say, um, you know, because of my personal ability, you know, there is no way I can go that I will not excel. That's a big lie. That's just your pride speaking. If I take you to an oil and gas field, if I take you to, if I take you to be a coach of footballers, you can't handle their pride yes. of each footballer, the star, the defender, the goalkeeper. You can't handle them. Coaches have the innate ability. They don't get angry easily. You know, their footballer, their star wants, wants the ball all the time. But you tell the guy, calm down. You know, give him the ball when you know he's well positioned yes. to score. You know, to manage other people and things like that. It's, you don't have that ability. But you can calculate numbers. You're good in finance. You're good in knowing the balance sheets and predicting credit analysis and things like that. But in other areas of life, you cannot fathom the possibilities that can happen there. And that's the disparate possibilities that is achievable for each and every human being. Because one doesn't excel in one area of life doesn't mean in the area of life where they were born to excel, they will not excel. If you put them there, naturally they will excel. Ken Robinson spoke of a story. He called, I think the, guy, the guy's name was Bat Connell. He said this guy can walk with his two feet just as easily as any other person can walk with their two legs. Upside down. Even down the stairs. His two, his two hands. He can, he can walk with his two hands just as easily as any other person can walk with their two feet. Even down the stairs, climbing steps up and down. Just as easily. Natural. He just found himself doing it. You know, The mom observed it and took the guy to a gymnasium. You know, he said, according to the story that Ken said, he said when the guy got to the gymnasium for the first time, he said he felt intoxicated. Seeing the ropes, seeing this, seeing, he said he felt, he said from that day he kept going. And he kept going and the guy is accomplished. He has his own foundation. He has his gym, gymnasium where he trains other people that are like him, you know. And that's how, how the possibilities, the possibilities are endless. And creativity, in my opinion, in any industry is possible in the cross-functional interconnection of different gifts. You have to be able to interconnect different abilities of people. You know, the one who is who who has autism. There are different wiring they get that when you give them a problem, you will be amazed how they can make the right connections and give you a solution. The one who you might not even think you, you say it's it's this person in calculation, they don't really get it. Or they are kind of too slow. In fact, school is so funny sometimes they said if, you, if they have an exam what they are calculating is speed and accuracy <laughs> you you must have heard of that before they were saying this exam the time you have is 60 minutes what we are calculating is speed and accuracy and you are giving that exam to thirty thousand people speed and accuracy is the basis you have to you know um fill all the answers correctly in this number of time of course a lot of people will fail 
and a lot of people will excel the people who are wired to get things easily and fast speed and accuracy works for them they will get it correctly the ones who cannot who are not really designed and built that way they won't The pace, the pace, they, they might not, and they might be good with speed, but accuracy in the place of speed, they might not. They might be good with accuracy, but speed, they might. Some people have to read the questions and wait for two seconds before they pick. But there are some people, they read it for 0.5 seconds. They pick in 0.5 seconds. And then they are the ones that get the, re the reward and the accolade that school school requires but the thing is that there are other people also if you meet them in their game you are dead you are dead you're gone if you meet them in their game take they take it to let's say they are good in table tennis they can see the ball coming before you even hit it you are gone you are go and that is why i appreciate the agencies that um raise up athletics table tennis and they give them just as much. In fact, they even pay them more than the people who go to school. More than the ones who work in banks and what they pay them. Yes, because it's not it's not easy. It's not easy. You know, I, I know it's not easy for any anybody, but it's good that they can have their own recognition. Because it's just human nature, people want recognition. But it's good that they can have their own recognition, they can be paid also. And there's a something that is very fun. There's a when during COVID nineteen. There was a doctor that they asked, say, how can we solve this? And the doctor said, go and ask Cristiano Ronaldo. She, you guys are the ones paying him millions of dollars per, per week. Go and ask him. But the thing is that you might get angry and find, you know, get nuts concerning how much they are paying him. But you know that he can't beat you at your game. But you also can beat him at his game. That's just the different possibilities that, that is able to be achieved, that is able to be discovered in the different nature and abilities of human beings thank you for that that like i, I love the, the analogies that you give but you still didn't give me um, a straight answer <laughs> like should they be incorporated should they be integrated into the school instead do you think they should be integrated into this whether it's you're not in the position or i just i just want your I just want your your opinion on it. Whether you are whether you're, you're not a stakeholder in education, but I just want your honest opinion. If if you think it would be a good idea to incorporate it, whether we like it, some students are pushed into school by their parents. Go to school. Go to school. You must go to school. You must go to school. And it's all my day. You see, most of our actors and actresses will tell you, I read law in this thing. I, what are they doing with them? After that, they still went to university that were ready to accept them as they might start in year two they might not start like all the students but since they have the money and they have the influence they go they just read theater arts maybe to get to have a foundation or to have idea about into that about the industry they are venturing in, in into so do you think that having these normal people that are curious like ignorant to theories and they have been they have been done four thousand years ago do you think they should be somehow integrated into the schooling system for so the the idea is that school is too rigid you know for it to change currently and the people in charge the people in charge are more rigid the people in charge are more rigid they won't change and since we know that human nature there are some people that if they are not ready to change they are the ones in power if they are not ready to change leave them alone 
you know sometimes in order for you to change people you have to show them you know in fact there are different strategies to changing people different ways the way you can change the minds of people but sometimes people's minds don't change because they are not ready to change their minds and majority of the leaders who are who own schools you know they are not ready to change some people see it as expensive but the point is that school still acknowledges the ones who have all the A's. That's just the way it happens currently. My advice is that create a new kind of school. You know, school of technology, school of the arts. Don't make it one in one state. It's too few. Make it more. If you go to, you know, in every society, you know, you could have like... 10 schools. In Ajegunle, there are lots of, the ones I know, three sec, um, primary, primary schools that I know of uh, for government. Um, primary for privates, a lot. Every corner you go, there's one. And the thing is that each one caters for different budgets. Just the way there are different schools that cater for different budgets. You know, there are other problems, which is human ability. There should be different schools that cater for different human ability. You know, there are schools where 500 naira per semester, per term. It's possible. I know that's an exaggeration, but it's possible. You know, there are schools where 5,000 naira per term, 10,000 naira per term. There are schools 500,000 naira per term. You know, different budgets. Each school caters for different budgets. And what I, my, my opinion is that people who come up with schools, who create their own schools in different corners, different streets, they should come up with different schools that cater to different abilities. Now, in, in my opinion, that's much difficult because you have to go into discovering the individual abilities of these children. And no one else can begin to do that for you or fill the questionnaire for you to discover that other than the parents. The parents have to observe their children, just like the mother of Bart Connor observed her son that he enjoyed and he did it so effortlessly and he did it all the time she invested let me take this guy to a gymnasium whoever advised her nobody knows the story but the thing is he she she did it took took the guy to a gymnasium and the thing is that they are different our kids these days they exhibit lots of abilities that our parents are not knowledgeable enough or sensitive enough to detect that this is what and the thing is that if you don't help them find that thing and document that thing at a young age when they grow up the thing will die their experiences and encounters in life would stifle those things will suppress those abilities that when they grow up they become ignorant it's sad that a 20 year old person we ask them what do you they don't really know they knew when they were five but as a result of going and experiencing, experiencing bullies, experiencing school, experiencing the sub, experiencing lots of F's and lots of E's and C's, they think they lose the ability that they are supposed to be engaging in. They lose the skill, they lose the passion. So the thing is that if you could help them when they were young, document those things, you were good when you were this. You know, and then you take, you observe some things, you experiment. You might not be right to observe that your, your child might be a gymnast, but you experiment. You take them there, you know, and then you observe the interest. Observe the grades as a gymnast when you take them there, when they were five, when they were four. Observe the grades. Observe your kids like to, your kid like to write. You just find them writing, like to draw. When I was young, I, I loved to draw. You know, where is it now? You know, I loved the arts then. I drew with pen, not pencil. You know, 
I, I, I'm so confident when I drew, I drew with pen, not pencil. Exactly, with carton and plastic and things yes. like that. I remember I would go to Boundary, collect mom, money from my mom, buy cardboard, buy top bond and things like that. You know, there wasn't a special school yes. to help me build that. There wasn't a special school to it. But the thing is, if you could give people that ability, while you're teaching them the, you know, the, the regular things of school, math, physics, and things, uh, maths, okay, then there was no physics, math, basic science, and things like that. There is three hours every day where you also teach them special skills they don't they don't give us assignments they don't do those things so just like there are schools for different budgets i believe there has they have to be schools for different abilities so it's it's i'm tired of telling saying um the government should the go they, they won't that's just the frank thing they have their own problems and they are too rigid to change they don't even know how to so stop telling them they should give them a strategy that's when they can they don't know how to they're ignorant of it they need a consult and they won't hire kpmg they won't hire anderson or some of these consulting companies to say we want to change the education ministry you know you know you have to pay you have to pay millions to consulting companies so they don't want to do those things they have the money but they don't want to frankly they don't know how to so it's it's best if there is someone who could show them the way someone with the vision someone who could show them the way you know that's why i'm kind of you know when i when i when when the power is in my hands it is why there was an article i wrote i said empowerment for the creative people who care i said that uh, uh, our society is filled with a lot of if you permit me to use this word bozos who are in power <laughs> you know who are who are in power they don't know anything but they are the ones who are the bosses <laughs> They are the ones. No offense to, to no offense to, to to anybody, but they are the ones who are the bosses. They are the ones who who wield the power, but they don't know anything. And the ones who are <laughs> Steve Jobs, my my friend, who say you don't hire smart people and tell them what to do. They know what. To do. They know what you you hire smart people and you allow them to tell you what to do. So that's how I see it. So the government and all the ministries. You, it's it's enough telling them this is what people should do. just show them how start with your school by the corner just like you have a school for low budget families have a school for different abilities so that's my opinion thank you so much see i was busy laughing as this is but, but, but it's, it's true so it's not easy to change our government so as parents as parents you are listening to this please Try to observe, observe your children more. Like you can, you can make a mental note. If it's not, if the mental note won't be that accurate, you can take a book and be writing. Like on so days, this this child when he comes back to school, instead of writing his assignment, he might write it. He might not really pay much interest to it. And the child, you see the child doing something, go to the backyard and be doing something, and then you observe that that child. It is your duty as a mother, and you and you don't leave God out of it. You pray for more ingenuity in that child, and you just make research for where that um, where for a structure a school that that will help to develop more of that just like when you when you see a child is five years old though and when the child is five the child always will always scramble something or maybe drum on you stick to drum that's a talent that that child has and if you don't try to help build on it the child forgets if you send the child to school like I, we are doctors in our family i want to be a doctor the child the child that it, it dies so 
even if you don't rely on the government because if, if we are doing that my wait like 20 years later that child would have grown to 20 and then forgotten that just like the example that you gave the personal experience so you have to look there the funny thing is there are there are things there are facilities there are um there are structures there are establishments let me use that word the establishment that sponsors this thing like when you have a child that needs a special care you might not really see it in a government establishment but there are others if it's too expensive for you look up online there are some things you can be doing even even if you can be home homeschooling that child for a period of time before you eventually send that and be saving and before you eventually send that child and there's something i want to say i think i've i've left i've left off yes um one thing is please stop living your life through your child don't try don't stop trying to relieve your life through and through your children i think if parents are more observant from child the child has already trained what he wants to do from childhood you know like i remember then when i was still young then my father will bless bless it so he always say go and read initially first i wanted i was like ah the workings of the body fascinates me i wanted to be a, a surgeon and then it got to a point i knew that I was this kind of person like one I, I can't take when someone sees when i see blood and when someone passes away i can't really take it i was like this would be a disadvantage if i'm to follow this field and then i noticed that then i was still, i was still in primary school i would gather the children in our compound i'll be teaching them if you can remember i don't know how old you were then there was one time we contributed money and then we did party we took pictures like i don't i can't really remember where the picture is i think that was like a talent that was hidden then so um I think the universe was also working for me when i was looking for admission i wanted to study this no way i wanted to study this i traveled i got the cut off my pass the cut off my no way i didn't get it so i was just like okay let me see let me even try it the day i went there i have i've said this story numerous times i went to the wrong office and i was like i just went there how bored i was then i people they were there for screen i passed them i entered them i attended the office i was like what's this for man he said it's third batch even if you don't put it, I'm like, what if I didn't put it in my jam? So you can go and change it, go and buy, change of institution. And then I went and then I, that was how I got into it. Just like that, that was how I got into it. And when I wanted to go for my degree, it was easy. It just flowed. So it was something I worked on. And I I, myself, I gave myself the permission to go into establishments. That's why you go into college of education and then you go to read education also. So stop trying to live your life through your children observe them when they are young you get what they want to be that's just the funny thing the example i gave someone wants to go into acting saying why were you going to acting this go and read law and then the child goes to read law and then comes back and, uh-huh, and then become miserable and then there was something i was looking at there was something i was read there was like i said i'm someone that is very open to different cultures thorin is one of my uh, hobby that i like, love like you see me play Indian song, you see me play Korean. Once it fascinates me and I enjoy it, you see me play it. And then I was reading on something. There's, there's a group, and they, the, the, the K-pop I did, they were talking about themselves. And then one was like, when he was in school, he was exceptional in school. Then the other one was like, I don't study much. Like, he didn't study much, but he was the only one that could be identified as that, apart from them, apart from him being the rapper, other things like he could have done if he wasn't in that group. He could have been a producer or he can be a songwriter. That was the only person that was doing. But he didn't study much. He would say he didn't study much. Like the, the other one was not laughing now. Like he used to have 100 in most of the courses. And that one I said, I think the highest I ever got was four. <laughs> and then they were laughing over it. But he was good. Like that was his shit. Like he was saying that you can't beat him at that game. So I think parents look at your children from young you get what they want to do 
and then you, from there you help them put them in the right where do you want to be after after primary school after secondary school you can say you can pursue this so i went there was something our church had then and then the guy was what's this thing that they always play papa but is it saxophone is this a uh, sax uh-huh. yes. and i don't know what that one is and i've noticed that the guy he plays it well so he was now saying something he played play you now give it this. he now said you now went to music like, music school Place that one so i didn't even believe that there's even music school in nigeria here it's like when you say music school like music school that was our music school <laughs> i didn't believe that but you know something that i had he said somebody discovered him and then picked it he can go to occasion you see saxophone is they don't they don't sing it's just what they played they get their tune and then they just play it and then they make their money and leave there are some is it there's one that is, is sammy sax or something, something there's one the one christian in nigeria Sammy, i don't care but it's something sax that's why he, he that's his um stage name so it's our duty observe your children encourage them in whatever field they want to do thank you so much ceo it has been an amazing time <laughs> he's too humble he's too humble he's too humble is that's been an amazing time i think we spent like an hour thank you for coming to the show so parents dear wonderful parents of amazing children please observe your children you are like they said they are like you, since you're not just their earthly parents you are their guidance the guidance of the galaxy if i'm, if I'm using that word observe your children encourage them and always bless them it might not really the, the what they need to venture into might not really be something that will, that will break the bank but with time there are a lot of articles and things that you can get from the internet for free that will help push them into that path where their skills is which will make them sell in that in that area effortlessly so thank you for joining us make sure to connect with us on our social handles we have our twitter we have facebook whatsapp instagram linkedin spotify and i'll catch you we'll catch you in the next one and look out for it the next episode we might be having chimamanda you don't want to miss it yeah. bye